Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. Chapter 20, The Dainty China Country, Part 2 There, cried the milkmaid angrily, see what you have done. My cow has broken her leg, and I must take her to the mender's shop and have it glued on again. What do you mean by coming here and frightening my cow? I'm very sorry, returned Dorothy. Please forgive us. But the pretty milkmaid was much too vexed to make any answer. She picked up the legs sulkily and led her cow away, the poor animal limping on three legs. As she left them, the milkmaid cast many reproachful glances over her shoulder at the clumsy strangers, holding her nicked elbow close to her side. Dorothy was quite grieved at this mishap. "'We must be very careful here,' said the kind-hearted woodman. "'Or we may hurt these pretty little people, so they will never get over it.' A little farther on, Dorothy met a most beautifully dressed young princess, who stopped short as she saw the strangers and started to run away. Dorothy wanted to see more of the princess, so she ran after her, but the china girl cried out, Don't chase me! Don't chase me! She had such a frightened little voice that Dorothy stopped and said, Why not? Because, answered the princess, also stopping a safe distance away, If I run, I may fall down and break myself. But could you not be mended? asked the girl. Oh, yes, but one is never so pretty after being mended, you know, replied the princess. Well, I suppose not, said Dorothy. Now there is Mr. Joker, one of our clowns, continued the china lady, who is always trying to stand upon his head. He has broken himself so often that he has mended in a hundred places, and doesn't look at all pretty. Here he comes now, so you can see for yourself. Indeed, a jolly little clown came walking toward them, and Dorothy could see that in spite of his pretty clothes of red and yellow and green, he was completely covered in cracks, running every which way and showing plainly that he had been mended in many places. The clown put his hands in his pockets, and after puffing out his cheeks and nodding his head at them saucily, said, "'My lady fair, why do you stare at poor old Mr. Joker? You're quite as stiff and prim as if you'd eaten up a poker.' "'Be quiet, sir,' said the princess. "'Can't you see these are strangers and should be treated with respect?' "'Well, that's respect I expect,' declared the clown, and immediately stood upon his head. "'Don't mind Mr. Joker,' said the princess to Dorothy. "'He is considerably cracked in his head and makes him foolish.' "'Oh, I won't don't mind him a bit,' said Dorothy. "'But you are so beautiful,' she continued, "'that I am sure I could love you dearly. "'Wouldn't you let me carry you back to Kansas and stand you on Aunt Em's mantle?' I could carry you in my basket. Well, that would make me very unhappy, answered the china princess. You see, here in our country we live contentedly, and can talk and move about as we please. But whenever any of us are taken away, our joints at once stiffen, and we can only stand straight and look pretty. Of course, that is all that is expected of us when we are on mantles and cabinets and drawing-room tables, but our lives are much pleasanter here in our own country. Well, I would not make you unhappy for all the world exclaimed Dorothy, so I'll just say good-bye. Good-bye, replied the princess. They walked carefully through the china country. The little animals and all the people scampered out of their way, fearing the strangers would break them, and after an hour or so, the travelers reached the other side of the country and came to another china wall. It was not so high as the first, however, and by standing upon the lion's back, they all managed to scramble to the top. Then the lion gathered his legs under him and jumped on the wall, but just as he jumped, he upset a china church with his tail and smashed it all to pieces. 
That was too bad, said Dorothy. But really, I think we're lucky in not doing these little people more harm than breaking a cow's leg in a church. They're all so brittle. They are indeed, said the scarecrow. And I am thankful I am made of straw and cannot be easily damaged. There are worse things in the world than being a scarecrow. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.